Recording. What, what was that? That was one of those Hannah Montana intros. That, uh, uh, uh. But you know what I have had stuck in my head is the no. Sweet Life on Deck song all day. Oh, yeah. This boat's rocking. <laughs> Ain't no stopping us now. Finish it. Because we're living the sweet, sweet life now. What did you prefer, Sweet Life um, in the house? No, that's Corey in the house. Uh. That's another thing. Sweet life regular in the hotel or sweet life on deck? Um, I like the hotel. Yeah, me too. I think they have the right bumps. answer. That's yeah. the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Just generally, I didn't really. I don't like the cast of Sweet Life on Deck. Why did they leave yeah. London Tipton? Oh no, London's there. London's there. No, I'm talking about the blonde one, Ashley Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale, Maddie. Maddie. Oh See, she was my favorite, and they replaced her with Debbie Ryan, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't Same. like this. And also, they were like older, and I was like, ew. They were like so <laughs> cute when they were younger. Right. I just like, would you like am or fum? <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to turn your volume down just a little tiny bit because I can hear myself in you, in, in your mic. So true of you. Okay. Much better. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. All right. Well, we're back. That was our intro. <laughs> Middle and a half of Sweet Life on Deck Talk. How how is everyone? I'm really glad you're back. If you're a returning listener, <laughs> thanks for not giving up on us. People come back. How nice of them. I know. Well, not as many as we'd hoped. I have but, been looking you know. at the ratings this week, and they're a lot lower than our first episode. Yeah. What are you gonna I do? feel like people haven't seen the movie, though. That's true. No, this one is going to be, at least, I think we're going to reach a wider audience just because more people will have seen the film that we're doing today. Everybody Which I can has say what it the is. Movies because I like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I need to get into this. That's it's actually true, though. I think you just like more, like, classics. And I like more, like, weird niche stuff. Yeah. Very, very... That's very you. I'm glad I got that right. (laughs) And I didn't insult you. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, this is episode three. Hey, besties. Hey, besties. Shit, we We didn't didn't say say it. (laughs) God damn it. Well, it's okay. It's been an off week. For me, at least. We're on the same coast. We are... Well, Jenny, we are not on a coast. What does that even mean? We're not on a coast. I am. No, I'm not anymore. I was wow. about to say, we're in the middle of the country right now. We are in the Midwest. <laughs> Geography. I'm, I'm in Indiana, and you are where? Kentucky. Okay. I just didn't know if you wanted to, like... I didn't, I didn't want to out you if you didn't want to say your location. <laughs> that's they really, can't that's find pretty general. It's pretty general. Exactly. They can't um, find me here. Also, yeah, I don't know. I'm here visiting... Well, I guess we could talk about our, our weeks... Yeah. Do you want to go first or me? You can go first, Indiana. Okay. Well, I've been in Indiana this week um, because I'm here for my grandpa's funeral, but it's not actually been like that. Like, it's not like a sad occasion. I feel like my family and I have been like 
pretty like at peace with it, you know? Yeah. And so we like did his service. We came on Wednesday and then we did his service on Thursday and it was like, like nobody cried. Like, I think we were all just really like happy to know he's like in a better place and stuff. Cause he was, mm. he was pretty sick for a long time. Um, and also he just like lived a really good life and he had a lot of people that loved him and he was like mm. such a great guy. So love you nice. grandpa. But everybody in our family is saying that, um, his prayers are extra strong now because he just got to heaven. So right. if you need something, pray to Bob Buckner. If you got a prayer, okay. send it over to Bob Buckner up, up there. So true, Bob <laughs> Buckner. So that's been my week. And then I guess today I got to hang out with my um, cousin. It's like socially distanced, but also I'm vaccinated. My cousins have a bunch of babies that I haven't seen in like a year and a half. And the youngest one is 18 months now. And the first time I saw her, she was like a newborn. That's the only other time I've seen her. So it's crazy. Aww. I'm like, you're so big now. And she's like running around and like basically like can talk a little bit and stuff. It's so crazy. So that, that was my week so far. And also, I just haven't gone to any classes, which has been great. Mm. <laughs> I'm Sounds like, hey, amazing. I don't feel like amazing. it. Amazing. So I have a lot of work to catch up on, but it's fine. Not going to worry about it right now. That's not what we're thinking about. That's the way to go. Exactly. All right, I'm passing it to you, Miss Kentucky. Miss Kentucky at Mrs. America. No, wait, Mrs. America's the show. Miss America's the competition. (laughs) Sorry, the the Mrs. in the America are not married. So they're Mrs., not Mrs.'s. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to shut up now. You go. Um, This was finals week. (gasps) That's right. Finals era. Yeah. Yep, that was me. My finals era. How'd it go? Give us um, a report. I don't know. I don't know what my paper did, um, but my Spanish teacher said, Muy bien. <laughs> I had to correct don't you in it, the chat. No, you did not have to expose me That's on here. So we weren't going to say anything. <laughs> so that was so... That okay. wasn't a part of my test, so it didn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. That was irrelevant to the exactly. overall score. So I'm really proud exactly. of you. Thank Spanish you. Spanish queen. No. Okay. Spanish, Spanish peasant. <laughs> Spanish lowest ranking member of yes. the court. Yes, that is Spanish me. Spanish jester. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, because no, I can't. Um oh then I went and got what did I do? I had to help with this event because I am on some kind of council for you like don't my even know residence what you're on. hall. Uh, something with the residence hall so okay. maybe it's hall council mm. that sounds right I'm on hall council mm-hmm. and we had a, an event today so yesterday we went and shopped for it and then we had it today you but do? then I went and got my I'll what tell you it? when I get there oh, okay. you know? sorry, sorry, sorry. I gotta set the stage yes. for yes, yes, my yes. whole you know. apologies thank you Okay. so we shopped for the event yesterday so mm-hmm. I went to Walmart and, but then Today, I had to wake up and get my vaccine shots round one. Yes. Uno. We're Pfizer twins. Yes. Sadly, so, neither so of us true. is injected with the same substance as Dolly Parton. But that really hurt my soul. But, yeah, you know, we didn't get to choose. So exactly. We're not we're not we're not be- complaining. We're beggars. Beggars can't be choosers. Exactly. My mother always says. Yes. So I got that shot up in my body. The girl who gave, gave me my COVID test right after, because they gave it to us, and then they're like, and then we're going to test you for COVID. And so then they were swiping our nostril. Cause they should have done it the other way around. So well, that no. they could withhold shots from people that have COVID. Very, very true. <laughs> they ask you the questions when you walk in. They're like, have you mm-hmm. had COVID? Have you tested positive? Have you had any other vaccines? And mm-hmm. da, da, da. So, you know, we're all answering. And then they 
they're like um, apparently people say you get sick like after you get the shot so then they're like and then we're gonna test you and so then but the girl who tested me she was pretty and she told me that my glasses were cute and I said they are thank you what have you been wearing on your glasses lately glasses chains glasses chains that's loving it I think the look is what it's really giving a look but I don't need them because I don't take my glasses off but um, that's kind of I fun. Realize, it's a little accessory. That's what I'm saying. I'm using it as an accessory strictly because I can't see without my glasses. I didn't realize this was an issue until I was laying in my bed like mm-hmm. two days after I started wearing them. I said, hmm, I think these are for when people take their glasses off. Yes, because they're intended to hang around your neck. I realized when well. I was laying there in my bed and I said, well, I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do what I want to do. Okay. There's nothing wrong with oh, okay, Walmart. Yes. Yes. The event. the event was like a spa type of relaxation oh. type of event. That's more than thing. my residence hall ever did for me when I lived there. Yeah, so we did like goodie bags, but personalized <gasps> goodie bags for people in That's our so nice. hall. And then we did we had cupcakes, we ordered them. That's where I got that other oh cupcake. But I ate a strawberry one earlier. This one's just vanilla. Mm. But Less we good. had cupcakes, cookies, and then we made hot chocolate. We let them tie-dye masks because um, we bought, like, a whole bunch of white ones. That's fun. So they could tie-dye it. And then we also had, like, bracelet making and coloring. This so, is amazing. That I don't was think I ever, like, knew my RA. I don't think oh. I, like, knew my RA. I think I met her, like, twice. Oh. She, like, didn't care to, to be involved at all That's with sad. any of us. And, like, we didn't do anything in our residence hall for, like, bonding it was really oh weird. God, no. That's why I moved they off campus because I was like, what the fuck is so the point of this? What am I paying have this much money for to just live in a tiny ass room with two other people when I could be living true. in an apartment and have less interaction with the people that live around me? true. <laughs> we have stuff all the time. That's awesome. No, like that's how it should be. I feel like that's like what people live on campus for is for that. And if you don't yeah. have it, it's like, what's the point, you know? Exactly. You might as well be living off campus. So true. Should we... And uh, what's it called? Introduce what's next? <laughs> our movie. Oh yes. What's Me? next? What's about? What's the podcast about, Jania? <laughs> just forgot. us. Ta- just us shooting the shit. Yeah. That's what it feels like yeah. half the time. Totally. Okay. Well, this was your pick. <clears throat> yes. And so I think you're. Are you going to summarize it for the people? Yes. Yes. Give the people what they want. Okay, go ahead. So, my pick was Steel Magnolias, but, like, the 1989 version. Woo-woo. So, very true of me. The best. Anyways, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, I didn't even know there was another version. Is there another version? Yes. Okay, we'll talk about it later. We'll get to that later yes, in the podcast. We will. All right, we I want to hear about it. So, Steel Magnolias is the film adaptation of the play of the same name that follows a close-knit group of women in a small Louisiana town. The comedy drama follows the women through marriage, gossip, death, and small-town Southern life. All of this basically sets the stage to highlight the true healing power of friendship and the depth of a mother's love. Thank you. That was beautiful. Did you write that yourself? I did. Oh my goodness, we're doing great on these summaries. Literally. This is like, wow, full paragraphs. Our mm-hmm. fifth grade, our fifth grade, like, English teachers would be proud. ELA. So proud. Yes, ELA. Oh my gosh, okay. So, so do I rate it now? Yes. Do I, do I what, give my first impressions? What is your rating? Yes. Here we go. Alright, this is scary for me because I know <laughs> this is one of your, like, 
ultimate faves, right? Oh, God. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I am so, I'm scared to disappoint you. But oh, I'm God. Gonna, okay, let me just do it. Sorry Go if ahead. I just hit my mic right now. Everybody, I'm using my headphone mic right now because we are in dire straits. And I'm just using what I got with me. So forgive any shitty audio. Okay, anyway. Okay, my rating... And as we know, we use the rating form of peaches as a nod to yes. Madam Mildred Ratched. Yes. And Judy Davis. I mean, let's be honest. That's part of this, too. But Book it. Anyways. Okay, so my rating? No decimals this time. Six mm. peaches. Oh. Six peaches. Okay. Okay, and oh? I'm glad you're not, like, sad. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you surprise me every time, so. Okay. So, the reason why... I took points off from mm-hmm. the what could have been a 10. Mm-hmm. I, I took points off for, I wrote down some, some things, a lack of continuity. Mm. The fact that there is so much that happens off screen that could mm-hmm. happen on screen. Yeah. And the fact that I think this would have been better as a play, how it was originally written. So I feel yeah. like if I were to go watch this as a play, mm-hmm. I think I'd really like it. Yeah. But I just don't, since it wasn't, that wasn't the first like way that I saw it done mm-hmm. I could see how a play would do this story justice in a way that a movie mm-hmm. didn't quite in my opinion okay so that was That's my valid. that was my initial it was really like I liked the like the time period I liked the actors of course I liked the actors that was like the best part I liked yeah. the writing was great like the quips and like the lines mm-hmm. were like it's such a quotable movie but I, it was the time jumps for me that like mm-hmm. threw me off so you much. You hate time jumps. At I, this point, I'm very convinced because everything I've shown you has. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a big thing in like the 80s and 90s to use time yeah. jumps in film, and it's not a thing that happens that much anymore. And so I feel yeah. like that's why I really notice it too. I pick up on it a lot, and I, you like movies from that time period, and I they do. do tend to have like, oh, we're gonna fast forward through like whatever to get to the next like important point in the story and i'm kind of like but why (laughs) like it just pisses (laughs) me off (laughs) so anyway i also i wanted to let the people know i watched this with my mom who hasn't seen it since like college and she um i just want to give a quick anecdote i texted you this while we were watching but there's a scene like halfway through the movie where anel drops her contact on the floor at this like Christmas fair and she's like she's like stop everybody stand still <laughs> she's like trying to pick up her contact and my mom says that her and her college friends used to do that whenever they were in a big crowd just to fuck with people <laughs> as they should and I was like that's amazing classic Barb that my mom's name is Barb so that was very Barb, so. very classic of her 100% love so I want to hear your actually I forgot to kind of let you do your little like why this is an important movie to you so that's let's hit hit that and then we'll come back and start kind of talking about it more okay so this is actually the first play I ever saw (gasps) okay so you saw it as a play first yes it was the first play I ever saw um and I was really young I want to say like maybe second grade and so my mom and I, my best friend at the time, had just started doing shows at this theater, and mm-hmm. she was just like, you need to come see some stuff here and try to do things. And I was still really, really shy then. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, no thanks. So me like and my mom Like, she wanted went. you to do theater there? 
Yeah. Okay. That I was before you. I even like did anything. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. super shy. I had stage fright. I was like not mm. the move. Like I was wow. very big evolution. Yeah. Let's, so, I mean... let's just be <laughs> appreciative of that. <laughs> so, but she was like, you should come see some shows and stuff here. So my mom and I went and saw Still Magnolias. Mm-hmm. And it was the first play I ever saw. Oh my like, god. Ever. And so I was like, oh my God. Love this. Love theater and so then I started doing shows there Mm -hmm. and then when I was older I watched the movie because Dolly Parton well I feel like um, in that I don't want to interrupt you sorry go ahead go ahead (laughs) duh Dolly Parton I was just like yeah Dolly Parton I had to watch so then I watched it and it Mm -hmm. was just like oh my god see so So I feel like that is such a great thing because a play is temporary and so mm-hmm. to find out after you watch something that's so special to you that, that it exists yeah. in a movie form like oh like how great yes. would that be you know so I can see like your appreciate for it, your appreciation for it coming from that and I think that I would prefer seeing it as a play first and then seeing mm-hmm. the movie because the movie is like not maybe not as like because it's a play it's maybe not meant to be told in a movie format but mm-hmm. at least a movie could let you relive the experience of watching it right. as a play like i'm trying yeah. to think if there's any plays i guess like um oh west side story mm-hmm. i did see it as a movie before i saw it as a play but like seeing it as a play and then going back and watching it as a movie it like allows mm-hmm. you to reminisce on like what was different between the stage version and yeah. the, um and the film version I don't know, man. That's, that's, see, okay, so now I feel like it makes a lot of sense to me why this is important to you. <laughs> and I did, I did like lots of aspects of this movie. It just like the continuity of it all fucked with me. Yeah. So the first question that I wrote, the first note that I wrote down, <laughs> we can talk about this, is what is the genre of this movie? It's like I can a tell. comedy drama. Yeah, it's a dramedy. Yes. But it's because... a really interesting kind of type of comedy right because it's not like slapstick or anything Mm -hmm. like that where it's just like like it's not will ferrell exactly it's more of like oh you find certain things like one-liners and totally like Like all of weezer's lines are yes fucking incredible weezer weezer is the best shirley mclean best casting for that And yes. her and that freaking dog, what was the dog's name? Rhett? <laughs> Rhett. Oh my god. <laughs> she is so funny. Also, I didn't understand the entire time. Is Weezer her first or last name? Weezer's her first name. What the hell? I thought that was her <laughs> last name. Everybody's calling no. her Miss Weezer. What kind of name is Weezer? Her first name? There's an alternative <laughs> band named Weezer, but it's also spelled oh W-E-E-Z-E-R. Well, that's not how you spell her name. Yeah, no, it's O. U I S E R? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Well anyway. That Spelling was excellent. Champ. Mm. Um but then I felt like okay, so it transitioned really um abruptly from a comedy mm-hmm. to a drama at the part where it gets had. And we're gonna spoil this entire movie, so if you haven't seen it, like just pause now and go watch yes, it because there's like a big watch. twist where somebody dies. And we're yes. gonna bring that up. Character death. <laughs> Yeah. Trigger warning, character death. T-W. <laughs> oh, God. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> but so I feel like it's very much, if if you're going to categorize it as a comedy, 
it's totally like a 90s comedy and that yeah. that type of comedy just like really doesn't exist in the same way like even the intro it's like mm-hmm. Anel walking through the town and there's like yeah. an overture of music Da-da. and she's yeah. just like walking and she, so we get an introduction to everybody in the town by just kind of seeing mm-hmm. them go about their daily lives like if you wrote that in a screenplay today and like tried to sell it to a movie studio they'd be like what the fuck like this is not <laughs> this is like what are you doing like why would you introduce something like that but in that time Oh, it's like so good, and it like I feel like it's very nostalgic to watch a movie like that, you know. Oh yes, totally. Okay, I. For me, the best part of this movie was Dolly, other than Weezer and her one-liners. Okay. Like I wrote down, I think there's a part where they go to church, or Nell mm-hmm. goes to church with a Dolly, and mm-hmm. I think I said, "How does Dolly's body look so good in a fucking <laughs> church dress?" <laughs> And I also was like, how is she supposed to be the mom of a grown man? When exactly. that man exited her garage, I was like, who is that squatter that lives there? And then I was like, that's <laughs> her son? <laughs> yes. What? Yes. She's just so pretty. And Truvy, her character's name is so cute. Literally. I love that. Do you have any thoughts on that? I didn't Dolly. know Dolly could act. You didn't know Dolly could act? No, I've never seen this her is act the, before. This is one of the first set we're going to see that she's in. Another one of her movies is on my list as yeah, well. Yeah, I know that. But, I've seen um, it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. I, I've seen that it's on the list. <laughs> Thank you. I've not seen the movie. You're going to ruin the whole podcast. No. Come on. Okay. But um, Dolly, yes, um, 100% my one of my faves. I took a test that was like, which... Still, by Noah's character, are you? Oh, and I got her. I got yes. Trudy. Very true of me. Um, I but love her. She was the funniest, other than Weezer. Yes, very I true. Think. Very true. Mm-hmm. Love her. She's but, so cute. Um, period. I felt like Julia Roberts' character, Shelby, I felt like Julia Roberts was putting on like a little bit too much of an accent mm-hmm. in comparison to the other actors. Okay, and yeah. I don't know if it was just because she's like a pretty, like, was this one of her breakout roles? This is what put her on the map. More so she than got, Pretty Woman? Yeah, this is where she basically got... Um, I think she, they got, like, two awards for this. Um, and she, she was got in the Mystic Globe. Pizza before this, right? Yes. Okay, but so that she wasn't got the that. Golden, right. She got the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress for this. Oh, okay. In 1990. Okay. Go, Julia. So this is one of the ones that put her on the map. Yeah, and then after that, she got Pretty Woman, and that was when she was, like... Pew, famous right. lady. Yeah, you know, playing a prostitute really gets you far. We love, so true we love that. I so wish that was like, I wish everybody did that. Like she yes. really just, oh, she looks so good. It's amazing, mm. an incredible role. Um, but I did feel like I think maybe it's because she was like up against. I would be hella intimidated if I was the, like a green actor next to all those like greats and I felt like mm-hmm. her accent was a little like woo like she was like mama like every time she said her <laughs> you know her mom like oh my god like every time she did anything I was like Ugh. like it was just like a little <laughs> I don't know I don't know if you felt that well I love Julia it is and I do too I love don't get me wrong me. so um but I do get what you're saying. She was... The cast is really, like, star-studded. She goes, my um, colors are blush and stacked. bashful. <laughs> yes, blush and bashful. Blush so and true bashful. of the colors. That was her little um, But oh. she was definitely a lot more 
than the rest of them. I feel like the others can make it seem more natural than she could. Right. And I think a lot of a lot of them are southern from mm-hmm. birth. So it kind of like comes to them more naturally possibly. But I don't exactly. know. No shade to Julia. Just uh, just a thought I had. Just a little note. I, I am a down. Julia stan. This is Elisa. Huh? This is just me. That making that yes, comment. This is a exactly. No, and if you're on Julia Stan Twitter, like let Janine. There in. isn't one. Oh well. There, I, I've been one. knocking on the door. We're imploring people to make a Julia Stan Twitter because it's necessary. Julia Roberts Stan Twitter. You let's know she go. moved I, in like down the street from my house in San Francisco. Uh, I never told you that when I lived. No. In, yes. Okay. Okay. When I lived in San Francisco, I lived on 26th and Anza, and she moved in at like the corner, of like Presidio, um, like nearby the ocean. And that's literally like if you go down 26, my street, like six or seven blocks, you would be on the street that she lives on, and she was just like a couple blocks to the right. Her new house. I don't know like which house it. I can't remember. Oh my but god! But I just remember like seeing it in like because I like subscribed to the Chronicle, whatever the SF Chronicle, which uh-huh. is like the newspaper there. And they were like, news, exciting news. Julia Roberts buys $3.7 million house. And I was like, in my neighborhood, yeah. I literally read about that when she bought yeah. the house. I was no, like, oh my God. It's a beautiful freaking house. And it's like the neighborhood is so nice. It's like the rich neighborhood adjacent to like my very poor neighborhood. So true. <laughs> Where oh I can afford God. to live as a college student. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, I wanted to tell you that okay in regards to the time jumps i'm just gonna bring it up this one time okay. i'm not this is not my entire critique of this film but i just want to touch on it because it is the reason that this movie was like not as great as it could be in my mind mm-hmm. i felt like there was so much that happened off screen that could have happened on screen that would allow for like more conflict in the film and that's basically mm-hmm. what a story is is conflict right yeah it's like characters dealing with a situation whatever mm-hmm. that situation may be and so i feel like when i normally like any any research i've been doing about story writing and just like in any of my writing classes it's always like mm-hmm. don't like why would you lo- miss out on an opportunity to explore conflict and whatever it is that mm-hmm. you're writing so i thought i just wrote down here there were so many things that happened off screen like bunny dupree or whatever dupry i don't know how you fucking say his last name but no, not Bunny. Bunky. Bunky. <laughs> Bunky is his name. <laughs> Sorry. That was my old teacher's name, too. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Bunky <laughs> Dubru. I can't say it. I'm not even going to say the last name. Anel's ex husband. Mm-hmm. She, like, she's like the new girl in town, comes to work at Dolly Parton Salon and has this, like, sordid past that we find out about, like, right for like a second she's like oh i was Mm -hmm. they're like are you married and she was like i don't know and then it basically like segues into her being like my husband left me and he's like on the run from the law because he's like Mm -hmm. a criminal and so then that happens when the time jump happens from like the wedding to christmas Mm-hmm. They they catch up at Christmas and she's like, well, now that my husband is behind bars, <laughs> I was like, you know what I thought was that I thought the entire movie was going to be like, this is what I thought was going to happen. So the beginning happens, right? This woman mm-hmm. moves to town. There's like this wedding going on for Shelby and then she befriends mm-hmm. Shelby and is invited to the wedding. I thought my dumb ass, not knowing anything about this movie, thought that her husband, the felon, was going to show up at the wedding and, like, hijack Shelby, and it was going to turn out to be, like, a, like, heist movie. Why would you think that? Because why would they introduce a character that's supposed to be, like, running from the law if they're not going to do anything with that? I was But pissed. why is that what you thought? Why is that what you thought? Well, I just thought at least they were going to explore Arnell's past a little bit more. <laughs> 
why the hell would she just be like, oh, never mind. I don't have a husband. I'm actually dating Sammy now. I was like, what? So that happened during a time jump. Mm-hmm. Anel and Sammy get together during a time jump. Mm-hmm. Shelby gets pregnant during a time jump. Another huge mm-hmm. opportunity for a conflict. They do a little bit of it with like Malin and Shelby like talking about how Malin doesn't want Shelby to get pregnant because she has diabetes mm-hmm. and it's going to affect her, whatever. It's like mm-hmm. dangerous for her to get pregnant. But then they cut to a year later. She has a whole ass babies walking around and shit. I was like, well, I guess everything worked out. And he then is a Yankee we find out. Boy. <laughs> That's what they see. Yes, I know. I do recall. He actually looks just like me when I was a baby. If you want a visual of that, that's what I looked like as a child. I even had a bowl cut. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I think a fan just turned on somewhere. <laughs> Please hold. Okay, we're back. I just taught Jania. What the hell? Is this recording? Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yes. Okay, sorry. I was a bit confusing because I had it zoomed out so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I just taught Jania how to use her blinds. I so literally can't tell if this is recording. Okay. Okay, it is. It, it says is. it is. It is. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Sorry, my oh unprofessionalism. My it's fine. Um, when have we gonna, ever claimed to be I professional? Mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. Never. Any hoozles. We're back. Um, I just wanted to touch on the other things that happened on the time jump. Yes. Okay. Shelby gets pregnant. And she and Malin were supposed to be, like, you know, up in arms about her getting pregnant. But then she just has a baby and it's all fine. But then Mm -hmm. we find out that she's going on dialysis because her kidneys are fucked up from being pregnant. Mm -hmm. Which they also explore off off screen or whatever. So, like, we catch up in the freaking hair salon while Shelby's getting the worst haircut of her life. (laughs) Don't even talk to me about the haircut. (laughs) That is literally one of the worst things I've ever seen. They did her really wrong. Um, that's what she wanted. No, it's not because she cried. No, that's literally what she wanted. Okay, well, she was a bad judge of what she would look good in because <laughs> it looks really bad on her. Well, then after that, excuse me, I burped. Um, then Anel also became super religious in the time jump. We didn't get mm-hmm. any of that. And so that was like really fucking weird. Like, like we come back and she's like praying a million times a day. I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. And like making mm-hmm. her husband throw out all his alcohol. Mm-hmm. And he was like, God damn it, Anel! <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and then Anel gets pregnant in the last time jump. And so we c- catch mm-hmm. back up with her. Okay, the part that got me was that we didn't even... It was unclear that she was pregnant at all. So, spoiler alert, Shelby dies from her um, <sighs> diabetes. And that is so sad. And I'm going to get to that. And that is a part that I... They did well. But when Shelby dies, then they're, like, talking about Shelby. And Anel and Malin are talking about Shelby. Um, and Anel's like, if can, if I have a girl, I'm gonna name it Shelby. And I was like, if you have a girl, what? Dog? <laughs> Are you pregnant? It was not like they didn't say that she was pregnant at all until she referenced that, and she was still skinny. You know what I mean? Like I was like, <laughs> when she was pushing him on the swing, I was like, oh, what? And so then they cut to like nine months later, and she's like super pregnant. And then mm-hmm. whatever, that's the end of the movie. Is like she she has her baby, but I just was like. There's so many opportunities for more story here, mm-hmm. and it makes sense for a play. Because how mm-hmm. are you gonna do, like putting a criminal behind bars on, like a like that wouldn't make sense. He's not a big part right. of the movie, and so it wouldn't make sense to do it like if they were on mm-hmm. sc- on on a stage. Mm-hmm. And I guess the other stuff is like maybe not that important if you were in a play production, but because movies like ev- it's so easy to like 
show everything that like why wouldn't you show it that was what made me mad Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I was just like this isn't the right medium for this story so okay those are my thoughts on the time jumps but I want to hear if you have any thoughts on the time jumps um, I don't. I really like them. Yeah, I just your like thought. the movie. So my thought is that I really like them. But like, I feel like for me, since I've watched it so many times, I know what happens mm-hmm. in the time jumps, and so I pick up on small things that probably would lean towards it. So like when sh- um, Anel is like walking down the stairs towards the baby and stuff, uh-huh. you can kind of see that she has like a slight bump see, in her. I nothing so. oblivious to that <laughs> so when she said it i was like uh, okay <laughs> like when she was walking down the stairs back over towards them you can low-key see her bump in the end okay. and so then i was like yes pregnant but i already seen it and like i've seen it multiple right. times so like obviously i'd be looking so for, for the stuff. first time viewer it's a little bit confusing mm-hmm. and also because the first time you watched it you'd already seen the place so you did know like, exactly. were you confused in the play do you remember it all when you were younger watching the play or was it just like you liked it and you didn't have problems I just with liked them. it. Yeah. I didn't have any problems Also, with when it. you're I that young, like, I remember the first play I ever saw was at the local high school in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and it was uh, Wizard of Oz. And mm. of course, guess who I liked out of the characters in the Wizard Guess who I was obsessed with? Who? The Wicked Witch. <laughs> I was obsessed with the girl that played the Wicked Witch. I was I had a crush on her for like years after that. Just like this, cause she was like older and cool and like had like short pixie yeah. hair. And mm-hmm. I was like, green skin. That's the best. <laughs> like I was like, I would never want to play like a good character. I don't know what it yeah. is about me, but I always like gravitate towards the villains. So I remember, but I'm just saying that like I think I saw her to like a. <laughs> at a pizza restaurant with my family like months later and I was like oh my god oh my god it's the Wicked Witch <laughs> she was like 16 I was probably like 7 oh my Not god anyway this. that was funny but um okay so that was like that was my big yeah. ick about this movie mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of other icks but that was just the big one you know yeah. but mm-hmm. let's transition and talk about the positives yes what is like your favorite thing? Like, what's the quality of this movie that makes it one of your top favorites? Um, I think okay, obviously, because sometimes you need to cry, so like that's just really totally. good for me. I do cry like every time I see it, but I do, I really do appreciate the friendship aspect of it. So like the mm-hmm. last scene, well, not the last one, but like the one at the funeral where Melin mm. is like going through it. That's the best. And they scene all the just kind of come over there, and they're just like there for her trying to make her feel better that scene is my favorite that like, is like probably incredible in, just, in movies in general like sally that is fields one of my, acting yes. Holy she stole this shit. whole movie like when she love, screams i was like oh yes. my god <laughs> yes yes there's only like a few actresses that can do these kind of emotional things and um make them seem real and make me feel them because sometimes i watch other people and i'm like laughing because it's so funny to me totally no i feel that like i literally (laughs) unless it really gets me i will laugh exactly you can always count on me to laugh in a serious situation unless it is like really 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 real you know exactly so like shout out sarah paulson another actress who always makes us cry those are like that's basically top two 
<laughs> so like when Sally Field is like going in and she's like going in, I'm right there with her. There's no like laughing or anything no. because I hate I will laugh so hard at some people when they do those totally. emotional things. And oh I'm just like, God. what are you doing? This is not <laughs> this is like, not what you think what is, is giving. This? No, literally. <laughs> it's not giving what you think it is. Like I'm not here with you. I am you laughing thought, at you. But actually you, you thought I was gonna cry, but I'm laughing I at am you. Cackling. Oh my god. But no, Sally Field oh, that's funny. ate this whole movie up. Mm-hmm. And so when she goes in and she's like feeling that stuff and she's just like, I was always prepared to go first. Oh, I was like, please. She was so angry. And I feel like that's like such an accurate, like we never show mo- mothers who lose children as mm-hmm. mad. It's always mm-hmm. sad, which like yeah. obviously you're sad, but I would feel, I think if I was a mom and I lost my child, I'd feel mm-hmm. more mad at the universe and this like exactly. turn of events than I would be like sad or depressed or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I just, I would be like, unable to comprehend why something yeah. like that would happen and that's I think Sally like captured that perfectly in mm-hmm. her portrayal in that part oh it's so good in the part that also one of the other scenes that I thought she did phenomenally well was the part when so prior to her death um, Shelby goes into a coma and there's a part, there's like an extended series of time where like they're just kind of visiting her in the hospital. But Sally Field is basically by her side the whole time. The whole time. And she's when she's talking to her and showing her the pictures of her son. Oh. And she's like, wake up, wake up. I was open like, your oh. eyes, Shelby. He wants you to this open your one, eyes and look at him. And when she was reading her like the the magazine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And then her husband comes over, right? Shelby's dad comes over and he's like, Mullen, you have to like go take a walk go get some rest like whatever you've been here and she goes like what if i leave for two minutes and she wakes up like oh, oh god exactly oh, that just fucked me up like i was like how sally just really delivered on this role and it's really sad that like she was because she didn't get any awards for this to really? my knowledge yeah because so i know that she's only... a multiple oscar winning actor she's won exactly. best performance once and best supporting twice i think Right, so I don't think she got any for this Damn. role, which is really Are sad. Are you crazy? What the fuck, Exactly, people? exactly. But, like, I feel like with the storyline and how they set yeah. her up to feel these emotions, so, like, you're giving your kidney for your child. Totally. That, you're you're basically ensuring that they will live no matter, even if you don't. Right, no, and then you are making have, a sacrifice exactly. from your body to, to kind of, yeah, 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 totally. Exactly, and then to have her still die. Like, they pulled out all the stops. They did everything that they thought they could do to ensure mm-hmm. that she was going to live. And then, and she, then still she still outlived died. her. That's just, uh, takes me out every time I watch it. I was really, like, it was an interesting so I actually I was a little confused like I feel like I was unclear for a while on the reason that like I thought that at the beginning when she and um Shelby and Melinda were getting their hair done and they were talking mm-hmm. about the wedding and they were talking about how Shelby can't have kids I thought that mm-hmm. they were saying that Shelby was infertile and so I was right. so confused I was like what do you mean like okay so like they can't have kids so they'll adopt yeah. right like like and then later it like dawned on me like when when Malin is talking to her about practicing mm-hmm. safe sex before they yep. leave for their honeymoon, I was like, oh, it's not that she's infertile; it's that she shouldn't have kids mm-hmm. for her well-being because it will be dangerous. Right. So I didn't realize yeah. that, and it was like confusing at first because I was like, I don't understand what the conflict of this is. Like, why is Malin so concerned about her having mm-hmm. a kid? Like she she can't. Why would there be a conflict around this? And then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not that she can't; it's that she shouldn't. But she it's a right. moral dilemma. Yeah. 
And so then that's what makes it all the more tragic that she mm-hmm. makes the choice to have what's his name, her son? I can't fucking remember. It's um Junior. It's junior. But it's the junior it's of the guy. Jackson Jr. Jackson Jr. Yes. Because um, okay, pause. Dylan yes. McDermott. Good lord, that man scares me. <laughs> literally. When he came on screen, I was like, ew. Like, not the, the dad way from American Horror literally, Story. Ew. He was breaking and entering. I was like, well, yeah, first was of like, all, he really did break <laughs> into her room. Every time, I'm I like, just, oh like, my he God. He scares the shit out of me. I mean, it, I could, first, I didn't recognize him. So I was like, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, God, wait. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. It really is like this. Well, I think he kind of just got the short end of the stick with when it comes to the American Horror Story universe. Because yeah. Ryan Murphy has really given him the worst characters, like, other than Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Evan Peters has, like, more redeemable characters. Dylan McDermott has yeah. always played, like, the biggest, scariest asshole. Even mm-hmm. in, like, 84, he's horrible. Like, ugh. So, like, <laughs> it just, like, I was, like, uh, Like, I don't have, I feel like I can't connect with him. I don't right. know. I don't know. But, yes. But he did do that part, the part where he goes to her when she is, um, collapsed in the house. Oh, that part makes me cry. That actor? The, the child. The, the child. The baby. How did they train that baby to so play and cry like that? I literally... What they were doing with child actors in the 90s must have been something else because that kid was, like, on point. Yeah. I was like, did they, like, this doesn't feel right. Like, I feel like they just, how many hours did that kid work that day? Literally. (laughs) Because he was, like, a professional, like, performer. He was was delivering. Like, nobody was doing it like him. I've never seen a baby cry, like, real like that on Mm -hmm. screen. Like, I feel like it's always, like, a forced cry. Yeah. But he really, like, it was believable like and also child actors i think i've brought this up before like child actors like piss me off when they're not good but i mean when they're that little it's like they can't do anything about it like you're yeah. just gonna get a like it is what it is like kids like, mm-hmm. there's not that much you can do with like a kid that's like two years old but even i was yeah. so impressed i was like this kid is literally like two and like i don't know what they did to make him cry like that mm-hmm. like i don't want to think about it because that kid was like so upset yeah anyway i don't know that was really impressive okay i don't know what we were talking about before this oh just her getting pregnant and then having it mm-hmm. anyway i just thought that scene where she and melin discuss the fact that she is pregnant mm-hmm. it was like foreshadowing because it was like melin knew almost yeah like in the end this is gonna be your downfall mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's ironic too because by dying she made herself immortal in the sense that she had a son mm-hmm. who could carry on her legacy and, and her DNA. I mean, if you're getting exactly. technical, like yeah. the family line exists now because she chose to have a baby, mm-hmm. which eventually did cause her to die. Mm-hmm. It's like really sad. And this movie's like, you don't think it's going to be like, it's a really profound thing to be wrapped up in yeah. a story that is kind of lighthearted in, in it's like mm-hmm. m- most of the story is, is on the lighter side, you know? Yes, I 100% cry every time I watch it. And like I said the other time, I don't really cry during movies. I cry during Beaches, Still Magnolias, and I guess The Diary of a Teenage... Whatever the Teenage Diary... Whatever oh, you did cry in the end, whatever. That one, though, like, that was just... <laughs> I know you don't like that movie in the same way that you like these other movies at Exactly. All. So, like, I don't know... If, but this movie, I always cry when I watch it. Um, and I don't know... I've seen it, so I don't really know why I'm still crying. But the only I mean, movie that I cry when I watch, I feel like the only movie I've recently cried while watching, actually not recently, this was years ago, was Room. Mm-hmm. Did you see Room? No, was Brie, Brie Larson, Larson in that. Yeah. 
Brie Larson and her little boy are like locked in this house. It's like a garage. Locked in a house? Yeah, they're like, she got kidnapped when she was like a teenager by this man who's what? kept her in a, in a um, garage basically for years and years and years and she, he like sexually assaults her like all the time that's like basically why he kidnapped her so that he could like because it's like based on true stories of like kids that get kidnapped when they're young Whoa. and then like are groomed by their kidnappers oh my anyway god. so then the, her son is actually the son of her kidnapper oh my god and so all he knows is that's why the movie's called room is because all he knows yeah. is this room the room um, and so instead of kind of telling him about the universe outside she just she tells him that everything in the world that exists is the room. So he doesn't know that there's Whoa. a world out there because it, she thinks it would make him crazy to know that there's a uh -huh. world out there and he, they, they won't be able to ever see it. She's scared that they'll right. never be able to leave. Anyway, that's the only movie I've ever like really, really, really sobbed during. Like, oh my God. I feel like I cry okay, when I watch well, Harry Potter. So. But what? You've never seen Harry Potter, so you can't say a thing. But that just doesn't sound, that doesn't sound If you have right. like a like lifelong attachment to it, it makes you like real, like I have seen those movies. I've read the books and I've seen the movies mm -hmm. countless times. Yeah, and there's just like this scene. Oh my god! It's just like the Battle of Hogwarts at the very end. Do you know what Hogwarts is? No. God damn it, Janine! This is driving me crazy. Okay, we're gonna have to like you and I are gonna do like a crash course on Harry Potter because it's something you need to know like before you die like you have to experience it um but Hogwarts is the wizarding school they go to and there's like the oh. final battle of the entire series happens there and a lot of like the main characters die and it does Harmony just... die bitch her name is not Harmony <laughs> try again do you do you have another guess I'm actually gonna give you another <laughs> opportunity to guess Hermione. <laughs> you should know because it's unique. It's not Harmony. <laughs> Harmony is unique. No, not in the same way as Hermione. No, oh, yeah. she does not die. I'm going to spoil that for oh. you right now. She lives. So oh. congratulations to everybody who's halfway through the series and doesn't know if Hermione <laughs> lives or dies. <laughs> At this point, you should just know. But anyway, I don't know what we were talking about. Crying during movies. Yes. Yes. The, the fact that this movie has a very strong message despite an overlay of kind of lightness mm -hmm. is very interesting. Right. I'm going to look at my notes and see if I have... Just all of them <laughs> are just about the freaking time jumps because I was like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, God. And the part where... Okay, I was scared when Shelby was talking about her, like the idea that like her and Jackson might adopt and then she was like Jackson's even talked about buying yeah. one yeah what <laughs> how do you buy a baby I thought that the only option was adopting where you do have to pay money to adopt yeah isn't that the same thing oh, what do you see me what is buying well, no. a baby you adopt through an agency you okay. buy from like the parents <laughs> yes because <laughs> that's the, the that's the dilemma like the agencies and like the people won't give her a child oh, because her right, diabetes is so the, violent mm, and so yeah she, like, so is at risk of dying all the time and so they think exactly that it's a bad home. so exactly so then they would have to go i guess i want to i want to say like under the market. table <laughs> right i don't want to say it like that but Window like no shopping for me <laughs> Oh my god, run. <laughs> We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back to the classic run. Anyway, I just was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I just feel like that was a testament to how desperate she was totally. to feel like she was 
the mother of a child. A hundred percent. Okay, when Shelby had like bruises on her arms from the dialysis, mm-hmm. I thought that Jackson was beating her, and I literally was like, "No!" Now you thinking it was domestic abuse? I was like, domestic what violence. Is this? Yeah, I really did. They were like, "You driving? It looks like you're driving nails up your arm." And then and she was like, "She was like, she's driving she nails up my arm." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And then later when they're, um, I wrote down. Um, when they're playing cards before Shelby's transplant and they keep like mm-hmm. making all the jokes I was like yeah. we love transplant jokes OMG trauma comedy it's <laughs> literally my favorite thing I literally was talking about this with my family today at my aunt's house I was we're not even gonna get into it but I, I had cancer when I was a kid and like my my cousin was just like asking my mom she's like I, don't, I feel like I was too young when that happened like I don't even know mm-hmm. what happened to them my mom was like telling the story and I kept being like childhood trauma check <laughs> It's the only way I know how to like process it. Because <laughs> I'm just like, mm, it was pretty funny. It wasn't <laughs> funny at all. But oh like, God. if I like get, like, if I think about it too seriously, it does get sad. So I was like, yes, girl. We love joking about your life changing <laughs> transplant that you might die during. Oh my God. Do you, what is his name? The guy who Shirley McLean's character like kind of dates? Owen? Owen? That was the greatest character in this movie. <laughs> By and large, the best oh, it character. Was so funny. He had like a comb over that was basically not even like were doing anything. Like his head was basically yeah. bald. He had like four hairs. He was not attractive. No offense to whoever that guy was, but <laughs> he and Charlie McLean just like it worked out. They were just so perfect. It was so funny. Oh my god, it was so funny. And they were like giving her shit about like the car park- parked in her driveway. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm having an affair with a Ferrari. Or some <laughs> shit like that. I don't even, it wasn't a Ferrari, it was a less good car, but it was just, a BMW. Oh a BMW. Yes. You would know. Oh my god. <laughs> I just. Okay. Yes, go, go, go. Can you imagine Lily Ray being a nail in Broadway? Totally. That's, was she? she did it. She did? She was. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. With that's Delta Berg. Excellent. With who? With Delta Berg. I feel and like a couple I other people. I don't think I know who It's that fine. Is. You don't know who I'm Delta really Berg sorry. is. I'm really sorry. I'm showing, I'm showing my age or my taste. You're older than me. Not my yeah, age. Yeah, I'm older than you, but I think that your <laughs> taste is older than me. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh my God. Yes. 100%. She's totally an L. Yeah. That's actually like excellent casting. I feel like I'm trying to think. Okay, wait. I want to hear about the, se- the the new version of it. What's another version of it that exists? Because I don't know okay, anything so about there that. Okay, is, so there is a remake, and it's an, a lifetime. It was like, I want to say If it's a remake, do they still use the same script, though, because it's a play? That's what I'm thinking. They use the same script. You haven't seen it? But, um, no, I haven't okay. seen it because, no. My okay. mom was like, which one did you watch? I said, the one I always watch. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a Lifetime Television Network. <laughs> yes. This one was black women, though. Oh, okay. Which is, I should probably watch it, but I'm just not there it. in my journey yet. I feel like that would be a good, like, comparison. Um, anyway. But they have um, Felicia Rashad's in it. Mm. Jill Scott. Queen Latifah's in <gasps> it. Yeah. Queen um, Latifah? Yes. Alfre mm. Woodard. I she love was her. In, Who does she play? She was Weezer. Oh, my um, God. So yeah, no, that's that. awesome. Okay, I bet that's good actually. Those are all like great actresses, right? So I'm sure it's good. I'm, I'm just not there it. in my journey. It's also like, excuse me, I have to cough <clears throat> because it was made recently. Like it was mm-hmm. wasn't made in like what'd you say? Did you say when 2012? It was made? Okay, 
I think I knew. I think maybe I did know about it then. Because now that you say that, Queen Latifah being in it sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. That, like, takes away some of the magic of it, is that it's mm-hmm. a recent film. Like, I think maybe something that I loved so much about this was the time that it was made in. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, this is a good segue. I want to talk about the set design and the costumes. Okay. I, the first thing that I have to say is the hair is actually, mm-hmm. like, that's not even part of set design costumes. It's a whole other thing. The yeah. hair was a, a character in this film. It was. Like, Most because definitely. it revolved, so much of the film revolved around a hair stylist mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. I, what's what's the name of the place where Beautician. hair stylist works? Like, the this place. Hair, salon. Thank you. A hair salon. Truby's <laughs> hair, <laughs> hair salon or whatever. What is it called? Truby's something? Just Truby's? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But because some of it, so much of it revolves around the hair salon, like, Mm-hmm. It actually like contributed to a lot of the story, right? Like, right. The whole thing about the football helmet, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at the end, she's like, "She was right." She's like, "Shelby was right. It is a b- brown football helmet." <laughs> and then like Shelby, oh my God, Shelby had gorgeous hair, even though like I don't think I would ever like. It's just so out of fashion now, but like mm-hmm. something about like that look when she got her hair done for the wedding, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> so poofy i just wanted to fluff it up and then dolly parton's hair of course my question is do you think that they're actually doing hair when they were filming because it looked like they knew what they were doing like there were some parts where at least dolly was um putting Mm -hmm. rollers in um malin's hair and i was like well she can't be doing a terrible job because at least looks like she knows what she's Mm -hmm. doing like i know that they had like hair stylists so people were doing their hair but i know like I feel like in the scenes they were doing the actions to at like, least the camera was pulled back enough that you could see that it was actually Dolly Parton. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a person standing in doing exactly. thing. Like how they do with like sometimes if people are playing piano in mm-hmm. a movie and they'll like, yes. be, like they'll have them like playing piano and then they'll cut to just the hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know those aren't your hands, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt, you are not Mozart, okay? <laughs> Maybe Brad Pitt can't play piano. I wouldn't put it past him. He's a talented man. But also the set design of the um, the wedding, Shelby's mm-hmm. wedding. The pink, it was yes. so funny. Melin was like, it, "What did she say about what it made it look like Pepto Bismol or something?" Yes. Oh my god. No. That would never be what my wedding would look like. I'm sorry. Mine would. What? Blush and bashful. <laughs> Pink's my favorite color. I know that, but I could see it. What What is your ideal wedding? Do you have None. a wedding? None, not at all. <laughs> oh well, that, I respect I, that. No, I would like to go to like the place where they have say yes to the dress, whichever mm-hmm. store that is, and I would like to try on dresses like every year and be like, I'm saying yes to the dress, but then like and not then never actually get married, so you could just yeah. try on another dress. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. I've never seen that show. I also would not want to like try on. I'm a very like I feel like unorthodox when it comes to all this stuff like my ideal wedding would be like in a, either a courthouse or in the woods and if mm, it was in the okay. woods it would be like a camp like like it would be like a summer camp <laughs> no like I'm dead ass like I want my guests to like come and like sit by a campfire at the end of the night and we'll sing oh. campfire songs and roast marshmallows and then we then everybody brings a tent and pitches uh-huh. their tent and then we all go to sleep after the wedding in our tents next to each other in the middle of the forest Mm. And then we wake That's up the next day and we have oatmeal. And it just reminds me of when I was young and I would go camping with like friends and family. I'm like, that's like literally, uh-huh. I, that's the people that I want at my wedding anyway. Right. So I'm like, let's just do a camp out, but also I'll get married at the same time. 
Right. Except I don't know who I'm okay. going to get married to, and they have to like agree to that. So I was going to say that wouldn't exactly. Maybe I'll just marry myself. You can do that. I could do a commitment to my own self ceremony. Yes. All right. It's a plan, Elisa. <laughs> will you take this ring? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> so okay. True. Anywho, I'm trying to see. I do. Okay. 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 What else do we need to talk about? I just said, OMG, the DNR. Damn, Shelby's really dead now, huh? <laughs> Why is that my note? Why would you say that? Why is that my note? Oh my God, that's horrible. And then I said, OMG, this is so sad. The fuck? Wow, this is a misleading movie. Fuck, this is so sad. Why? <laughs> okay, so that is, I think, like, the other bone I had to pick with this movie was that mm-hmm. it really was misleading in the sense that, like, mm-hmm. I really expected a different outcome from the beginning. Yeah. Because I was like... You go in thinking she's going to be fine and that, you know, this is one of those movies that are, They don't even like, tell you that she's sick until, like, 25% of the way through. Yeah. So, like, you don't even know what the main conflict of the movie is going to be until you're yeah. a little bit far into the movie. Right. With all of the time jumps, because you hate those so much. But, um... <sighs> get me started. It's definitely, um, a really big part of how, I guess, she falls as a character. Because, you know, they have her, like, in the beginning, obviously, she's having these episodes or diabetic uh-huh. um, episodes where mm-hmm. she's, like too much insulin or whatever they say yeah and so there's she's going into these episodes but like as you progress obviously you're thinking oh she's fine with her husband now that she's married and like she has a there's been nothing she had a baby so clearly it was okay like it turned out all right exactly but then you find out that like because she had the baby her kidneys Mm -hmm. are like shocked and so she needs a transplant and so i mean and in that sense i think the time jumps are like important because it pushes the story along at the pace mm-hmm. that it needs to go for like all those yeah. big changes to take place in an hour and a half or however long mm-hmm. this movie is like we wouldn't be able to get all that it would have to be like crunch time like the, the the story would have to like she would have to get sick and die way faster if we didn't have mm-hmm. the time jumps and then we wouldn't be able to tell so, such a big story if yeah. it weren't for them so i get right. that and i also think that when i read i read the wikipedia article about this and i think that the play was built built based on the the playwright's actual experience with his sister yeah. dying from mm-hmm. diabetes or complications yeah. with diabetes. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, like if you experience that in your real life and like it probably lasts, like it, it takes place over like a course of quite a few years. Like mm-hmm. I think that would make sense if you're the writer to put those time jumps in there because there's probably so much right. that happens over the course of those years that like you just want to pick out what you think would be most interesting to an audience mm-hmm. and what like packs the biggest punch. So I yeah. can definitely see that. I want to talk real quick about um, when Clary tells Mullen to hit Weezer. <laughs> Do you know that people like make merch that say I slapped Weezer? Oh my God. Isn't that what, so in the scene she says that you can have a shirt. Yeah. That says I slapped. Oh my God. That scene was so funny. So like Sal, what's the like context for the scene? Okay, so Sally Field is at, they just finished with the funeral, yeah. and she's, like, going through all of her emotions, um, but she's, like, reached the point where she's, like, no longer, like, sad, I guess, and mm-hmm. she's, like, gone through, and she's, like, I gotta go back home, right. I've gotta get everything, I gotta keep going, um, and then she gets really angry, so mm-hmm. I guess those are, like, the stages of grief, like, totally. happening, happening right they're there They're all happening super fast, yeah. Exactly, and so they're just, like, you don't really know what to do, but um, 
she, Clary's like, she's like, I want to hit somebody. I just want to yeah. hit them so they feel as bad as I do right now. And then and Clary then grabs her. Weezer. Yes. And puts and her in front like, of her. Slap her. Hit her. <laughs> this Weezer's is your like, chance. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh Literally, God. I don't know. I love Clary and Weezer. I think they could have been lesbians. 100%. But that's just me. hundred um, percent. I just think I it think would have been interesting. Like the general, like the six of them, there's like in the movie poster they pair them together. So they pair mm-hmm. Malin and Shelby and then yep. Anel and Truvy and then mm-hmm. uh Clary and Weezer. Right. And I think it's just because those are the people whose storylines like intersect the most. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting. Like I, I just thought that was curious, like because they all interact with each other like I feel like an equal amount, but maybe it's just like mm-hmm. you know, Clary and Weezer are in the same place in their lives age wise, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Truvy and Anel are business people. They work together, and then mm-hmm. um, what's her name? Shelby is Mullen's daughter, so it makes sense that right. they would be each. It's also I, it was unclear to me when the movie started that um, Shelby and Malin were like the same like we're gonna be friends with Anel and Truvy Mm -hmm. because I think I thought that it was gonna be almost like a story of like Anel and Shelby and their how their lives were different and like Anel is like Mm -hmm. this poor girl that's coming to town and Shelby's this rich girl that's having this like wedding and this like extravagant life and Mm -hmm. their paths were gonna intersect and they were gonna become Mm -hmm. friends that's kind of like what I when I first saw it because there's a scene where like in the beginning Anel walks by Shelby's house with all the wedding preparations Mm -hmm. and she like sees you know and so I thought maybe that was what the story was gonna be about but then it ended up just Mm -hmm. not being about that at all but no it's very different. It's just you've had really, a lot of wrong guesses. I've with just this one. I think because I'm really trying to rationalize this mm-hmm. screenplay and this plot, and like there's no way to rationalize uh-huh. it. Like it's just it is what it is. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't really fit a conventional mold of how a story would go normally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know, and I don't know if I like that or dislike that. I just feel very confused. I thought about you, it. I totally thought you were <clears throat> going to come on here and say that you already knew what was going to happen. No. Like, I thought you would have worked it out. I literally couldn't hear that you say that. (laughs) Like, to hear that you're saying you did it is really funny. No, it is really funny because, like, every, like, most movies I watch, I can probably, like, tell you the ending. Like, there's enough, I've read enough screenwriting books that it's like, there's a method to the madness and, like, everything Mm -hmm. kind of follows a recipe. And so it's like, if you read too much into, like, the craft of screenwriting, you're going to kind of, like, ruin movies for yourself. But at this point, like, Mm -hmm. I don't really care because it's what I want to do for work. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, this movie fucked my brain up. Like, I could not... There was no point in this movie where I knew it was going to happen next. And it's not like it was, like, a crazy... Like, it wasn't an action movie. It wasn't, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of crazy shit happening. But it was just, like, very unexpected at all times for me. And I don't know if that was what other people thought when viewing it. But maybe other people were like, nope, this is, like, a classic story of, like, female friendship. <laughs> but I literally was like, I couldn't figure out where this movie was going any any time. So... I really thought you were going to be like, oh, I figured it out halfway through. No, no, no. I really, I didn't. I'm being dead ass Because I don't know. Honest. We've watched something else and you were like, oh, yeah, I definitely knew what was going to happen. What? And I, I was like, oh, yeah, was. a screenwriter. That's what, that's pretty accurate. Right. I don't know if it was I care a lot it might or if be it I was something else. But you were just like, yeah, I basically knew what was going to happen. And I was just like, okay, she's probably going to be I the same way. I was like, she's yeah. gonna be the same way for this one. No, but you're very, you're shocking me. You're you are really shocking My me brain with these guesses. Me. That, <laughs> <laughs> all these guesses, you are shocking me. I mean, yeah, I'm just pulling them out of my ass at this point. Anywho, I want to wrap. I think we're gonna get wrap up the movie conversation soonish, but I just want to touch on the ending 
because at the end, basically, like it just cuts to Easter, right? And mm-hmm. so after all this has happened, Shelby's died. It's pretty full circle, though. Yeah. It starts with Easter because mm-hmm. they were dying Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. You're totally right. I didn't even picture that. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. I'm so dumb. I was like, it started with the wedding. Yeah. And Easter. I'm dumb. But it's like Easter two years later, I think, mm-hmm. because the baby's now like almost he's like two-ish. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god first of all killed me when clary was telling the baby a story and she was like once there was a great woman named clary and there was an evil witch named weezer and then the Literally. baby gets scared of weezer anyway though the part that killed me was like of course this happens in like every 90s movie at like right at the end of the movie anel like goes into labor and it's this huge mm-hmm. commotion to like get to the hospital i'm like literally my mom is a doula i'm like i've attended births before like i know that it doesn't happen this fast so stop (laughs) like she's got a good 24 hours before anything is gonna happen (laughs) nothing's gonna come out of her i promise but they're like scrambling to get her in the car and the best shit ever is that anel's husband sammy is dressed up as a bunny Uh and instead of driving their car that anel's in to go get him they make him get on the motorcycle with Dolly's yes. son and follow yes. the car to the hospital. I was yes. like, that's her baby's father. Like, why is he not in the car with Because he was over there being the Easter bunny. She was like, you go get that bunny right now. <laughs> <laughs> that shit really killed me. I just said, why did Sammy get on the motorcycle? And then my last note says, this is the end. What the fuck? So <laughs> it just felt what like. What would you have wanted to see? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if there was a better ending for what ended up happening with the story than what they actually mm-hmm. did. So what what this, what they did was good. They wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I don't think I liked what they did in general with the plot. And so I think I would have, like, if you gave me, like, the summary of this movie and then told me to write a screenplay from what you, you know, the idea is, like, six mm-hmm. women in a southern town that are friends and that, you know, go through a series of, ups and downs together Mm -hmm. i would have written something very different but that's also just like i didn't experience my sister going through diabetes complications Mm -hmm. and then also i'm like it's not 1989 like i I don't know if i was in those circumstances maybe i would have written the same movie probably not as good there's way too many good Mm one-liners speaking of one-liners we gotta do our favorite quotes of course there's so many good ones in this one you go first you go first oh me oh Oh my god yes you god okay i'm gonna basically at this point i think every movie we're gonna do two quotes because yes i can't pick one um there were so many in this one but Mm -hmm. my favorite two were the first one was from uh truby and she's talking about her son's new girlfriend after one Mm -hmm. of the time jumps that happens and she says the nicest thing I can say about her is that she, all her tattoos are spelled correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is by Weezer. And it's when Cleary is talking about, like, how they need to be more cultured. Mm-hmm. And she she's like, we should go into town and see a play. And then Weezer's like, I do not see plays because I can nap at home for free. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was hilarious because on top of everything, this was a play. Yeah. Originally. So the fact yeah. that that line is in the play, it's like so self aware of the playwright to write that right. shit. That was so fucking funny. So those are my favorite two lines. What about yours? Um, one of mine is Weezer. Um, and she's, of it's course. she's like, I'm not crazy, Malin. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 yes. years. 
And my mom says that that's like the most famous quote from that movie. She was like, I remember that. (laughs) As it should be. Um, And then my other one, which is, I don't know if it's sad or if it's just like, because I have a lot of favorite quotes from Mm -hmm. this, but like one of them that I really, really like Mm -hmm. is when Shelby is like, I would rather have 30 minutes of wonderful (gasps) than a lifetime of nothing special. Oh, God, that one does, like, (laughs) that that does fuck one up. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah, that scene, was that with the fight with Malin Mm -hmm. about her getting pregnant? Oh, my God, yeah, that's a good line. Oh, my God, also, I forgot to mention the funniest shit that ever happened in this entire movie is Weezer in the locker room during the football game. (laughs) She opens her compact, and she's, like, looking looking at butts. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what is she even doing in there? Why are they letting, like, a woman just be in here with all these naked men in the middle of the South? Like, I don't know. They're giving her a show. doing her, Clarice doing her radio show. Yeah, she was asking them about all their uniform colors. And we were like, they don't give a fuck. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Anyway, okay, we we gotta move on to our later segments except oh, i yes. don't have my little itinerary pulled up and i'm gonna forget so i'm just gonna pull it up really quick well what do we do okay update on our, our update but there's not much nothing's happening on. literally nothing. nothing has happened sarah paulson we miss you on the internet i don't know if she's alive is she i hope so i haven't seen any posts about jordan and his his food happy for him Go off. I don't think Jordan. he won though. Oh, did he win? Fuck, I don't know. But I think he got. He to was the like next in round. seventh. Yeah, but he was in seventh place. Oh my, ding dong. Okay, he didn't win. Never mind. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I hope she's alive. I hope she's well. Me too. I hope she's. Oh, you know what is an update? Trixie Mattel and Katya. Yeah. Did a review of Ratchet, which yes. isn't an update on Sarah exactly, but it does relate. To that Sarah content yes. was the funniest shit. And they just did it too, which is funny because it's yes. been out forever. But twenty-two hours ago, yeah, oh my, maybe God. twenty-four by now. But <clears throat> that shit was so funny. Like the whole part where they were talking, they're basically Trixie and Katya are like, "I think this is how Sarah Paulson behaves all the time." <laughs> like when her they're wife like, comes home and can't get parking, <laughs> she's like, "I couldn't find parking," and she's like, "Let's play a game." <laughs> Could you imagine? I know she's not like that in real life. Oh my that god, that would be so no funny. Let's play a game. <laughs> oh would my literally god. scream. I'm trying to think. What was the other part that killed me? Oh my god, when he was like talking about or when I don't know what is what are Trixie's pronouns? Are Trixie's pronouns she her when she's Trixie? I don't know. That's a good question, Trixie and I'm putting that out to the world. Please but answer. I don't want to miss gender Trixie. But anyway, I'm going to say she for right now. Um, when she was talking about the oyster scene between Gwendolyn and Nurse Ratchin. <laughs> and called it 1940s porn. 1940s porn. And then after that, she's like, for women who like women, if you aren't already four fingers deep by this plus, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Literally killed me. So anyway, that was my Sarah content for the week was that I don't know about you um there was I don't think there's been any there's been very little no cause I've been on finals week I haven't really been paying attention to her that's why she hasn't been posting cause she knows you're on finals week and she can't distract you mm, so kind of her yeah thanks Sarah <laughs> shout out she's <laughs> like you Jania, so much. my best friend on the internet has her finals this week and if I post I just know she's gonna be on her phone too much she has to yes. study I so, definitely did post. She a picture took one for today. the team. Yes, I posted a picture today and called us best friends. That was a lie, but it was 
It was fine. a manifestation, is what it was. Exactly. Okay. It wasn't. We a lot. still look cute though. You do. We look cute though. You do. That photo was so cute. I was like, ah. Anyway. Thank you. Yas, of course. All right now, we gotta do our my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Why is this your favorite part? <laughs> because I get to torture you. That this is our me. geography question of the show. <clears throat> and I have a good question oh, set God. up for you. Oh God! But I don't. I mean, I I could give you the option for it, national or international, but I do have one. If you don't, if you just want me to go, you for can go it. ahead and give me the question. Okay, this is like probably my have. favorite. Oh Lord! Geography question because I just always loved this when I was a kid. I knew the answer to this, um, and when people would or like I don't know if I ever got a chance to use this knowledge, I'd be like, mm-hmm. bam. Okay. Oh. So what? Is the name of the capital of Bulgaria? It's a really good know name this? because why it's a do you fun name. It's a woman's name. That's why I what know woman? it. No, it's like Linda. the name of <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Linda no, Bulgaria. No, it is not Linda. It's a. It's a. I would say that it's a name that was common. For girls that were like born in our generation, like there's a lot of this name now that's our age. It's like maybe a little bit like you hear it a lot in like Spanish-speaking areas. It's like almost like a Hispanic name, even though Bulgaria is not a, a Spanish-speaking country. I know a lot of them. What does it in start with? Rican. S. <laughs> Come on now. You've got um, this. Starts with an S. S. I'm mm-hmm. looking just to make sure that I'm right. I'm right. Okay, I'm right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, what if I just told you a question that I don't, I just know the wrong answer to? I Sylvia. Don't. No, one more guess. <laughs> I'll tell you syllables. Three syllables. That does not help me. Okay, well, that was my hint, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, Samantha. Samantha. No, I was checking to see if Samantha. I, in my head, I was like, Samantha has four syllables. No, it doesn't. It's three. No, it's Sophia. Sophia, oh. Bulgaria. And when I was younger, I had a friend that I went to school with named Sophia, and that was like her dream place to go visit was a place that was named after her. And I was like, go off. Oh. You better go there. That actually is your, you legally own that city. So you should go there and claim the right <laughs> to it. <laughs> I think I told her that when she was younger. When we were like seven, I was like, yeah, you own it. <laughs> Not you telling her she owns Bulgaria. <laughs> no, just the city of Sophia. I was like, go claim your the city. The capital, though. Yeah, well. I That's putting, the capital, though. I was putting though. dangerous thoughts into people's minds yeah. as a seven-year-old. Teaching what people to I be say? colonizers. Yeah, that's horrible. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, actually, really, like, that's bad. Um, I, is your nose ring? This is a total off topic. Is your nose ring a new thing this week, or was it from last week? Did we already talk about it on the podcast last week? I think this was last week. Last okay, week. Okay, so we already did talk but about it. it but did what come happened? Out. Yes, something <laughs> happened with it. I was asleep very deeply, having a very nice slumber. When I roll over and like rubbed my nose mm-hmm. and like it felt it came out. Oh my god. But I didn't realize okay, so it you've was consciously out. pulled it out of your nose. Not consciously cuz I didn't realize I had. Oh okay, okay. Until I went to like move like touch my face again mm-hmm. like and then like nothing was there. <gasps> 
So and, like, my really, eyes were... And, like, my 100% out. 100% out of That's, my face. Okay, see, what I thought was that it, like, popped out a little bit, and then you put it back in. No, it 100% came out. Ugh. And, like, my eyes were still closed because I was asleep. And then, As like, I was be. feeling... Exactly, I was feeling <laughs> my face, and I was like, wait a minute. There used to be something on my face. Wait a minute. Okay, Willow. I think I left. Have you seen those memes that are like, when Willow realized that she left her consciousness in the sixth dimension? <laughs> she's like, uh! Ah, so funny. Literally. I hate stupid niche memes, but I also love them so much. They're like my favorite yeah. thing. 100%. So you got it back in. See, I've never been able to do that. I have pierced my nose myself. Thrice. Mm-hmm. Thrice, I tell you. Um, and I, they fall. it's fallen out every single time. Like, I literally did it my my own self with my own piercing uh-huh. needle and then every single time I've had to the reason I had to do it three times because it fell out and I right. left it out like I was asleep and I didn't wake up and then it closed out uh-huh. by the time I woke up so then I had to do it again oh my god and then I've never been able to put like when it's fallen out I've never been able to put it back in so I oh. just I just had to re-pierce my nose and then eventually yeah. I just gave up also the baby right. that I nanny ripped it out of my nose um, this very summer very true and then yeah. I was like well this is a sign I just need to keep yeah. I had two nose rings so I, I still have one but uh-huh. the second one is no more. No bueno. No, it was like, I have my black silk pillowcases mm-hmm. on there right now, so it was really easy for me to find it. Because, oh, like, good. my hair was everywhere, and so when I finally, like, woke up and, like, mm-hmm. looked around, I was like, oh, my God, is it stuck in my hair? What, what? But uh-huh. it was just, like, um, on my pillow. Uh-huh. So I, like, got up out of my out of my bed, and I was just like, oh, my God, trying to turn the lights on, but I couldn't figure out how to turn the lights on. Mm-hmm. So I was struggling. What do you mean? So that- <laughs> I turned the lights on, but, like, the way, I don't know, I guess when I went to sleep, I, like, turned it off, because there's, like, one switch that's, like, you can turn the lights on, Mm -hmm. then there's two dimmers for each side of my room, and then there's another switch that just turns off, like, the lights in general. Fancy dorm. Exactly. And so, I guess when I went to sleep, I, like, turned that part off, Mm -hmm. the one that cuts all the power to the lights off, because when I went to, like, press the, like, lights Mm -hmm. on and, like, the dimmers and stuff, none of that was working. You need to get a clapper. I, I think I should. But when like, I was in my dorm, no. I used to sleep. So there was like the door in the corner uh-huh. and then I slept on the opposite side of the corner in the bunk bed. Mm-hmm. And then my other roommate slept on the other side. And then the side that I was in was a bunk bed and the other side was just a loft bed. And mm-hmm. the light switch, there's only one light switch that was next to the door. And so sometimes we would just like chuck flip flops at it to see if we could get it to turn off. So we didn't have to get out of our beds to turn it off. Because we were like, it really be like, that. like, it was just like, I, it was so much work to climb. And also my bunk bed didn't have a, um, a ladder right like i don't think that they do in college right no like, they don't so i just had to like, like if you bunk them like, there's no ladder myself over the right. bunk bed every time and it would like hurt my vag that yeah. is very so i was much. like i got really good at like aiming my slippers at yeah the, the light because i was like i'm not doing this every night this is ridiculous so true of you okay, no you i literally just shoved it in there oh, okay so it worked and it's back and it's fine it's i hope it's nose. fine it's in there. I literally went to the bathroom, put a glove on, and was like, okay, you have to put it in there. Because, like, I got it in yeah, there. It's the L-shaped power. one. And so, Those like, it was in there. back in if it does fall Exactly. Out. So, it was in there, but it was still, like, hanging out. And I that's when I went on my Instagram, my close friend yeah. story, and nobody was awake. No, I was yeah, like, I was dead asleep. But I texted I like, you when hello. I did wake up because I was concerned. <laughs> I was like, hello, anyone? Help. Is anyone awake? I, I don't was. know what to do. But I dead ass just went <laughs> in the bathroom and like pinched my nose and was just like, Ew. oh, and God. That was it. I've that literally was it. pierced my nose, but thinking about putting a nose ring back yeah. in. Yeah. 
I'm so yeah, sorry. Was not, it was, so was not fun. It was okay. not fun. Should we talk about our current obsessions? Do you have a current yes. obsession? I have to think about mine. Do you have one? You have to think about yours. Um, I mean, I have, I know what mine is. Actually, I, I have well, one what that is I yours? Share, but it's a little personal. Oh. Should I share it? I talk about everything on here and I don't really care. I was going to say. Like at this point pretty- I've shared. So I'm just going to plug it. Okay. Okay. My obsession of the week, and it is because it's this week. Period panties. No, it's not period panties. It's my cup. Oh. I do have period panties, though. I'm okay. I know so we I'm talked about this one. We once. talked about this before, but we didn't talk about it on air, so I'm going to talk about it on here. Yeah. I am like, for the past like six or seven months, I've been trying to do, be a fully sustainable person who periods. So I yes. have period underwear, and then I use cloth pads, and I wash them like by hand, and then I have a menstrual cup. But I would say that right now my obsession is my menstrual cup, which has been for a long time. Like, I just love it every time. Basically, like, it just makes me feel so much better about myself when I'm on my period to, like, not be making waste. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's just, I would just say that that's my obsession right now. And I go, the reason it's my obsession is because I have a new one. So I used yeah. to have one that was, like, light blue. This is, like, mm-hmm. TMI, but I, honestly, if you don't care, just turn off the podcast. There's, like, 10 minutes left. So leave if you don't want to yeah. hear about this. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was blue. And like after a while, even though you, you sterilize it every time you use it so it's clean, it gets a little mm-hmm. bit stained because it's blood that it's catching. So eventually, you know, yeah. it's going to like get like some of the color in it. So I have a black one that I just got and it's like matte oh. and it's like so much better because I don't even like have to see like it's kind of yeah. gross to be rinsing the blood out of it that mm-hmm. much. Like so you don't even have to see it. You just dump it out in the, in the toilet and then you rinse it off and you just go. And I'm yeah. like obsessed. Like it. The one thing, though, my critique is that's harder to take out this one than my mm. old one. So I might look into, like, other options for period cups that won't stain that are mm-hmm. easier to take out. But gotcha. it really has, like, the longevity of my time that I can go, like, not worrying about my period. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, like, I have, like, a really heavy period, and I think I'm, like, have thyroid problems. I'm going to go get checked when I get back home because I think God. that's, like, what's causing it. I actually just had this conversation with, like, my aunt because all of my the women in my family have thyroid problems. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's about damn time I got checked out. Because <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of things. But mm-hmm. basically, though, like, in in comparison to tampons, because my period, like, no, no period product stands a chance against my period for, like, the first two days. Mm-hmm. But in comparison to tampons, it's, like, a world of difference. Like, I literally am yeah. like, how, how? How is this possible? Yeah. Like, I, like, haven't even thought about it for, like, two hours. And normally mm-hmm. it's, like, 45 minutes on the dot I have to change my tampon, basically. Wow. A super plus or, like, an ultra oh tampon. My God. Yeah. Crazy. Those are big. I stuck one of those up my They're nose. really... A- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have I it was like very spur of the moment this is that night that my nose just like was a faucet and like I was just reaching for one oh it's close to me and I have like a cup of them and like that was the one I picked up and like then it stretched my nostril maybe that's why your, your nose ring fell out because your nostril that's are- rude <laughs> just kidding that's oh so rude no, you're, I'm just joking my mom used to work at a clinic when she was younger when she was young and unqualified to be doing this job, she mm-hmm. told the story. So true, nurse so ratchet. If you know me, um, you're you've heard the story before because my mom has told it to you. But um, she used to work for a psychiatrist when she was in mm-hmm. high school, and the psychiatrist would let her do patient intake interviews. That's she's in high huh? school. She was like 16 years old. Like that's not allowed. Oh my god! And she had a lady come in. 
And so you have to like, you know, just do that. You go through a big questionnaire to see if mm-hmm. people are answering um, accurately or like it's like the same question multiple times but phrased differently so that you see if like, mm-hmm. the people have inconsistencies. I don't even know what that I don't think that applies to the story. But my mom was like going through the questionnaire and this lady like every single question she had like a story about it. My mom was like, I'm oh. just trying to get through this questionnaire. Like I don't you know, like this is just about your health. Like we're just trying to get figure out if you need yeah. treatment. And at one point her question was like, Do you have regular menstrual cycles? And the woman goes, You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you know when, a, when an old lady starts out a story with you know what yeah. it's gonna be a long story oh so God. she was like you know what um I've actually never had a period huh uh, traditionally in the traditional sense and my mom what was like the what non-traditional the fuck sense? does that mean exactly <laughs> she was like so I you know when I was younger and all my friends were getting their periods around age like 13 12 14 whatever like the adolescent age and I just mm-hmm. I got through that phase and never happened I was 17 18 you know it wasn't happening and when when I was in my 20s I noticed that I started getting regular monthly nosebleeds <laughs> and then she goes and that's when I realized I was menstruating through my nose <laughs> I kid you not, this is a dead ass a real story that happened to my No. Mom. And then my mom was like, okay, I think you need treatment. Oh my and god. god. She's like, no. What? What do you mean? Oh my god. Oh, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. Anyway, so I hope people got a laugh from that. What is your current obsession? <laughs> Um, I just hijacked the conversation for like five minutes. My current obsession is probably I mm, my mm, no my mm. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> it's making noises that yes, sound really actually. fun into my mic. Just kidding. Um, probably Arrested Development. I think I'm gonna rewatch oh, it because, because Jessica Walter died, and I was so sad. I came out of my dance class Thursday and was like walking back to my room, and they were oh. like. Jessica Walter. I said no. I don't have time in the middle of the, in the middle of the quad. I was like, no, this is not this oh. is not what's happening right now. I've never so seen that show, re-watch. dude. You've never seen Arrested Development? No, sorry, oh. sorry to disappoint. Maybe this is my chance to watch it though. In memoriam, yes, I just watched it. Like when I say I just watched it, we were literally. I think I watched it like a couple. I want to say June, maybe, okay. and that's when like I finished it. Okay. So I think I'm gonna rewatch. Have you it. seen other like like Parks and Rec? Yes, what I've seen Parks you... and Rec Community. Okay, um, in comparison to Parks and Rec and Community, like w- which one of those three is the funniest to you? Um, or are they just too I different think, to compare? Well, I don't think they're too different, but you know how Parks and Rec follows like Parks and Recreation mm-hmm. and stuff, and then Community is a community college. Arrested <laughs> Development's <laughs> literally about their Bluth family and how they're super duper rich but like their father gets like arrested for like like tax tax fraud or something right yes like that and so it's basically like their son and like their whole family trying to like maintain so I feel like Jessica Walter always brought like you know how there's always like that really rich woman who just has like no sense of what yes she's giving very they're very similar very similar parallel yes um, the shows are kind of similar too, mm-hmm. but I think Shit's Creek had more of like an emotional draw okay. to it and so on, on some episodes. But definitely, I think I enjoyed Arrested Development more than I enjoyed 
Parks and Rec and Community. Okay. That's good to know because those are like my two. Like, I think Parks and Rec is my favorite, but it's like for the uh, for the emotional factor. And then Community mm-hmm. is my favorite if I just want to be amused. Like, yeah. I don't go to Community for like emotional things. Like, exactly. Parks and Rec, I'll like cry during the episode where like mm-hmm. Ben and Leslie get married. But oh, yeah. like, or like when he proposes to her in the empty house. That's right. the episode I cry. Or the or the <laughs> little the tiny park one. Yes. Oh, God. Anyway, whatever. But. Community is like just just funny. Like the, my yeah. favorite episode of Community is the one where Abed um, makes his own religion and he's Jesus. Oh my God! Yes, oh, so fucking funny. Shirley was not having it. Shirley, Shirley was, was not. not also, when Shirley it. and Chang almost have a baby together, yes. and it turns out not to be Chang's kid. Yes, <laughs> the whole time. Oh my God! When Shirley and Chang- oh, and then that episode when Shirley and Chang hook up, it's during a zombie apocalypse that happens yes. at- because of the meat. Yes. Oh my god. And then the guy, okay, the another one of my favorite episodes of the community is the one where Jeff tries to take ceramics for like an easy A and then he gets yes. really mad at the other dude yes. in the ceramics class and he like becomes like obsessed with trying to figure out what his yes. secret is. <laughs> Literally. I think I like the Christmas one where he has like the, the animation the stop yes! motion like animation. I every Christmas. I love that <laughs> shit. Oh my god. And at the end when Paget Brewster came on oh my god she was so weird on that show but she was funny though do you remember the part where they did like the tv show or they filmed a movie with all of chang's little clips from his ads Mm -hmm. and then or no no no, it's like he made the the ham girl thing went viral and he was like ham Mm -hmm. girl and then there's like all these videos they have a video of him and they're like we can get a bunch of money if we like have him as the star in this yeah we have to use the footage to like mm-hmm. count him into that so then they like make this sci-fi movie and the best is when Padgett Brewster's character is like in the back playing the steel drums because yes. they told her that Troy used to play the steel drums <laughs> and she's like trying to fill a void in the front yes <laughs> oh my god that show is so good I could talk about it for ages I just think the comedy on that show is like really different from all other like mm-hmm. sitcoms because it's just like yeah so dumb like and all the it characters literally. are messed up too like they're all yes. really unlikable kind of not as much exactly. as like Seinfeld but like have you mm-hmm. seen Seinfeld? yeah I've only seen a little bit of Seinfeld I feel like I don't know much about it have you seen Frasier? mm-mm okay should I watch that? uh you might like it I used to you know what I used to really like? Everybody Loves Raymond that was my shit. As you should. When I was younger. As you I should. I think there was like a period of like one year when Everybody Loves Raymond was on Netflix and I binged that shit so quick. Oh my God. Raymond Romano. As you should. Love of my life. And did you ever watch Parenthood? Because he was on Parenthood and he was so sweet No. We talked about we this. We talked about this? Yes. I mean, okay. Parenthood is... This isn't a podcast about shows. Let me just not talk about <laughs> Parenthood. I like Parenthood's fine. It's, it's, I never finished it. Uh, I got I got mad when they started putting this bitch in a bald cap. I'm not even gonna get into it. It's uh, fine. It's, they just did her so dirty. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. We gotta wrap this shit up. <laughs> we yes. just hit the 90 minute mark. So I'm Ooh. like, people aren't gonna listen. Aren't gonna want to listen to us talk. Was that the end of your obsession? We just kind of talked, and then I didn't. I just feel so bad. Yes. Yeah, so rest of more? development is my obsession. Okay. That is awesome. Let's go, I love you. Oh. You broke up on my side. Let's say it again. Jessica Walter, I love you. Rest in peace, Jessica Walter. Rest I don't know if it broke peace, up for the people, queen. but I just wanted to... If, in again, case it Jessica did. Walter, I love you. Let me shut up <laughs> so you can continue. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is the end of episode tres. 
much less of a downer episode than our last one. Yeah. Sorry for your sound quality. The next one's not going to be a downer. I'm so excited for next week. No, I'm scared. You know what we're watching. I think I've already told you, but don't say it on here. Okay. You probably told me, but I probably forgot. You probably forgot. It's the top of my list in our note, so. Okay. I'm so excited. I think you're really going to like it, and it's probably like one of my favorite movies and definitely, I think, my favorite comedy movie. So we're like, it's okay. a comedy. Like we are not gonna okay, no so crying next week. No crying next week. Zero okay. crying. Zero tears. Watch will be me had. come back and say I cried. You will not cry. I swear to God, if oh. you cry at this movie, I'm gonna be like, Tanio, you need to go see. <laughs> you need a lot of psychological evaluation. Um, <laughs> you never. It's know. not a well. I mean, you know what? <laughs> you may cry of laughter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's very quotable as well. So I'm gonna be right. having a field day with the quotations. I can quote that movie like front to back, so like it's a good thing that we like just watch it at the same time and don't mm-hmm. FaceTime because you wouldn't want to watch it with me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally would be like la 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 the whole time. Sorry, oh not that. Not that. I don't know what that was that just came out. Very interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not gonna be What's that thing that he does on Looney Tunes? I don't know. I was trying to be um, an auctioneer. The pig. No, do not start that. (laughs) (laughs) Our friend can't do that either. So, (laughs) let that die. We're gonna we're gonna let this die. We're gonna let this fade out. Wow. (gasps) (laughs) No, let's say bye. Let's say bye, besties. Bye, besties. Bye, besties. See you in the next one. Sorry for my sound quality. Nah. All right.